Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast and welcome back and thank you for tuning in again. Uh, if you listen to the last episode that was our first episode is the pilot episode and we are just thrilled to have you back here and uh, we hope that you get even more value from this episode than the last so um, yes thanks for coming back absolutely absolutely so in today's episode we want to talk about developing your why for both your business as well as helping your clients develop their own why too and I think yes. it's I think this is a really really important and I think the reason being is because with us being entrepreneurs and oftentimes being alone in this process, um, you know, there's certain struggles that come with it, uh, with both building the business and accomplishing your goals. And, you know, I want to talk about how that looks and how it feels and why it can oftentimes hold us back as well. Okay, cool. I think that's really great. And so we're, we're going to talk, like you said, about the business side of it. And then also, after we figured out our own why, how to actually take that information and help our clients develop their reason for reaching whatever goals it is that they come to us to help with. Yes? Yes, absolutely. Exciting. All right. So just out of curiosity, um, you mentioned that one of the reasons it's so important for us to, as coaches, to be able to do this is because sometimes it's not fun like it's not everything that we had hoped or or all that we had it was cracked up to be so why don't you tell me just a couple of things cody that you have experienced you mentioned on the last episode that we that you've been coaching for about a year and a half now so you are really like you're in it right like you didn't just start yesterday you've had some ebbs and flows you've experienced the highs and the lows tell me a little bit about what some of those lows have been so that our listeners can go either Yep, been there, done that, or, oh, this is what I have to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at the lowest points of my financial coaching journey, um, I've experienced things like lack of motivation. Um, I've experienced imposter syndrome, which if you're not familiar with that, that's basically like the thoughts that come into your head that aren't true about yourself. So, mm. you know, things like you're not cut out for this. You're not a good coach. Why are you even doing this? You know, all of those different types of things. Who do you think you are? Yeah, who do you think you are? Right, exactly. Yep. So, you know, imposter syndrome is a big one as well. And then, you know, lastly, too, being, you know, a full-time coach, sometimes you have months that are better than others. And when you get into that slower month, you start to worry about being able to provide for yourself, for your family. And, and you know that's a lot of pressure. And you know if you if you don't have systems and and the right mindset to work through that, it can be pretty detrimental on your mental health. Yeah, I, I agree. And I heard two things in there, and I think our listeners are going to start to hear some of these patterns as we kind of go through some of this. But I heard the emotional side. And I heard the number side and the emotional side is when you talked about motivation, you know, not just not just external motivation, but internal motivation. And I think that's such an important topic that we might even just cover that real soon, honestly. Um, but also, I heard you talk about imposter syndrome, which is all of the mental stuff, the thoughts that are going on in our minds. And then I heard you talk about what I'm going to just kind of wrap up as profitability. 
You know, when we have a business, it's one thing if, if we're saying, well, I just want to go out there to help someone. But if you have created this business for the purpose of actually helping your family and you have to provide for them, then money in exchange for your services is an actual important thing. And when you're having those months where they're off and you're wondering, am I being profitable? That That's what's really kind of messing with your mind. So I bring up the profitability because that is definitely a numbers side of things here. And it's going to give us some feedback. Numbers always give us feedback to tell us, are we on the right path to where we are trying to go? We really tend to not look at that as the end all be all, but it really does provide those parameters for us. So I uh, Thank you for giving us those. That's actually three really good, um, I, not ideas, but those are three good examples of what can happen to us in our in our thoughts, in our feelings, and in our actual numbers and behavior. So thanks for that. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about what the why is. Um, so yes. I, I want to give some credit to an, to an individual named Simon Sinek. Um, if you're not familiar with him, he is a uh, just one of the most bright minds of today's world. And he's an author, he's a businessman. Um, a couple of his books are, you know, Start With Why, Find Your Why, Leaders Eat Last. Um, pick those up if, if you feel inclined to. They're, they're awesome reads and um, have certainly helped me with, with uh, my progression as well. Um, but really... And look them up on YouTube, right? Yeah. He's got an amazing energy as well. So if yes. you don't have time for the books and you want to just do something right after you listen to this podcast, you can look him up on YouTube as well. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that he talks about with the why is, you know, he, he does put a, a big emphasis on business, right? And he says that a lot of businesses start from the outside in. They work from the outside inward. And really the, the best way to go about it is the opposite. It's working from the inside out. And what that means is, most businesses, they start with what they do, right? So for in our cases, with us being financial coaches, we, we know what we do and we, and we express that to people through our marketing and through our messaging. You know, we say, hey, we are here to help you with your money, right? Um, and then, you know, furthermore, we, we take it a step further and we say how we do it. And we talk about, okay, well, how do we do this? Well, we sit down one-on-one. -on -one, we talk about your finances, we figure out everything that's going on, and then we develop a plan that's best for you in order for you to um, you know, accomplish your goals and move forward in life. But rarely do businesses talk about why they're doing something. And that's a very, very key component, not only for you yourself as the business owner to know so that you can work everything off of that why, but also it's really important for the people who might be your clients, you know, they're, they're going to be buying your services, essentially. You're selling your services to them. And it, people don't care too much about what it is or how you do it. That's just a fraction. But what they really care about is why you're doing it. What's the reason? Yeah, you mentioned... You, I'm sorry. You mentioned, Cody, that there was um, that a lot of people explain the first two and they seldom explain the why. Mm -hmm. Do you think do you think maybe it's because people don't really yet know the why? Absolutely. I think it is. And I think that I think that people like have a general idea as to why they're doing something, but they don't take the time. Now, often they don't often take the time mm -hmm. to like really sit down and, and ask themselves, like, why am I doing this? Like, what's the deep rooted reason behind that and mm -hmm. it, it's it's mm -hmm. very crucial you know it can it can really 
take your business from being something that's just okay to great. Yeah. 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 And I know we talked about this in the last episode, so I won't go into it deeply, but when I talked about our debt-free journey, that we got there, we knew what we were doing, we knew how we were going to do it, but because we hadn't really developed a strong reason for wanting to do that, it, it really, by the time we got there, it just flaked out and it was, it, that's what made us feel unfulfilled. Yeah. So I, I can see why this is such an important piece for people, especially if you are doing a business because holy gamoli, it is not, it's not easy. Like you mentioned before, it, it's most of these individuals that we are surrounding ourselves with are solopreneurs. <laughs> and so it's like, yep. you are it, right? And so you have to, you have to, get this. So very cool. So when, when you, have you developed your why? I have actually. Yeah. And, and I've done it through a process, um, that I like to call it the U curve analogy. Um, okay. but before I unpack that, I do want to just give one example of someone who has really shown why the why is so powerful. Okay. Perfect. So yes, that'll be good. Yeah. So let's talk about the Wright brothers, the people who first you know, develop flight, Airplane, right? right? You know? Okay, perfect. <laughs> yes. So the Wright brothers themselves, um, they were just two brothers. They did not have a lot of support through, throughout their endeavors. Um, you know, the government did not support them. Um, they didn't have any sort of like media support. They didn't really have very much financial support. Um, they themselves were not rich. They were just average people. Um, and they were college, you know, they were, not college educated people either. Um, and actually at the same time that they were trying to develop this, this flight, you know, this airplane, um, there was someone else at the very same time that was also trying to do that as well. And his name was Samuel Pierpont Langley. Now the difference between him and the Wright brothers was that Samuel actually had all of the things working for him. He had the money. He himself was already a rich person. So he had the money. He had the funding. The government was on his side. They were trying to make it easier for him because they saw that, you know, this, this guy is like a well-established, uh, successful man, and we're going to put all of our chips into him and help him develop this, right? And on top of that, you know, all of the newspaper outlets were covering Samuel Pierpont Langley. They were supporting him. They were hyping him up. All eyes were on Samuel Pierpont Langley. But the difference between Samuel Pierpont Langley and the Wright brothers was that the Wright brothers had their why. They had a reason as to why they were doing it. And Samuel Pierpont Langley, he was more so just chasing the riches and the fame that came with it and, you know, the, the credibility that came with this, right? Whereas the Wright brothers, they, they legitimately had a strong, deep emotional connection to want to be a contributor to progressing the human race and, 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 you know, basically implementing this new thing, which was flight. And even though they had all of the things working against them, the one thing that they had that Samuel Pierpont Langley did not was a strong rooted thought out and intentional reason as to why they're mm -hmm. doing something. And that's why everyone knows the Wright brothers and not very many people know Samuel Pierpont Langley. In fact, this might be the first time you ever even heard his name. Yeah, so who knew we were gonna walk our listeners through a history lesson? I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and one, if I can, one of the things I heard you say, because you kind of did say that Mr. Langley, I believe you said is his name, had a why, but it was not an emotionally connected one. His his why was, you know, I, I want to be famous. I want to be rich, right? Yeah. And so because he didn't have that emotional connection, then it, it wasn't real for him. It, it wasn't a driver for him. And then when you talked about the Wright brothers after that, you said that they had a well thought out and intentional why behind their, their purpose. And uh, so I think that's really important to just point out because so many times you say, well, here's why, you know, and I do have a reason why. So don't tell me that I don't know, you know, but it's what are you emotionally connected to? It, it's not just a surface thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I love that example. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I kind of want to unpack like the reason why this is so important to have. Okay. So I had mentioned mm -hmm. the U curve analogy and I'll kind of unpack that right now. So if you yes. were to picture in your head a uppercase letter U, and let's say yeah. that you start on the left side of the U at the very top. Um, so if, you know, if you're writing it out, that's where you'd start, right? So mm -hmm. when you're, it, there's five points within this U-curve analogy, okay? So point one, you're at the very top of that left-hand corner of the U. This is when you're first starting. You're super excited. You feel really motivated. You feel um, very optimistic about things, and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this. It's going to be great. We're going to get this accomplished. Everything's going to be awesome. Right? You're literally on top of the world. Like yes. you're, you're there at the top. Yes, okay. exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Then you go down the U a little bit, halfway down. Not not all the way to the bottom, but halfway down that left side. And this is where you kind of have the thoughts of like, oh, okay, this is a little bit harder than I thought. And uh, <laughs> this might take a little bit more time than I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I might need to put more effort into this than I thought. But I'm still going to do it. I still feel good. I'm still pretty optimistic. Let's go, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's mm -hmm. point two. Now, point three, this is the defining moment. This is where everything matters. Everything is on the line. And this, this applies to anyone with anything that they're trying to accomplish. So this can be a financial coach who's trying to build their business. This could be, you know, a client who's trying to get themselves out of debt. This could be someone who's trying to lose weight. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all the same. This a young adult going and, and moving out of their parents' house and, and embracing adulthood. Yes. That's what I thought of when I heard about this. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, exactly. Okay. So this bottom of the U, this is where you've been working. You put in time, energy, resources, all of that, but you haven't gotten the results yet. And you are mm. tired. You're exhausted. You feel like, Maybe I shouldn't have done this. This was too defeated. hard. Yeah, you feel defeated, right? And it, oftentimes, when, when people get to this point, they ask themselves one very simple question, or they make a very simple statement, and they say, why am I doing this? <laughs> mm -hmm. And if they don't know that deep-rooted why, and they come up with the reasons such as, well, I just want to help people, or I want to be my own boss, or I just don't want those payments. Well, that's not a good enough reason. Or I don't want to be stressed anymore. That's not a good enough reason because you're stressed right there in that in that bottom of the U. You're stressed. So yep. that's that's where ninety nine percent of people fail. 
100% of the time, 99% of the people fail there. So now that you've depressed us, Cody, can you, can you pick us yes. back up? Yes. <laughs> so when you have that deep rooted why that you've been intentional to find out before you started, or even, you know, after you've gotten started, but you haven't hit that bottom view yet. Yeah. When you have that intentional, deep rooted why, you can then use that to answer the question, why am I even doing this? Mm. And you answer the question and you have something that actually matters to you, something that's going to give you that motivation to keep pushing because it's important to you. And you can use that why to then help jump over those hurdles, break through those, those barriers and keep moving. Right. Yes. And that's what brings mm -hmm. us to point four, which is the other side of the you on the right side, halfway up. And this is where you're just like, man, this is tough, but I am going to do it. And I know why I'm doing it. I have a purpose for this. Everything is intentional. Everything is purposeful. I not only want to do this, I need to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And eventually if you have enough of that and you have enough tenacity over time, you're going to get to the top of the U, which is point five on the other side of the U, the right side of the U. And that's where the success or the breakthrough or the debt free or the weight loss or whatever it is, that's where it truly comes to fruition. And that's where you can truly start feeling alive and truly start living your purpose. Oh, that's really cool. Let me ask you, just in case our listeners are curious too, I'm point four. So, you know, right before going back to the top of the world, um, are you, are you suggesting that we're already starting to see some results? Like we're, we're actually starting to get a little bit of traction there. Uh, because when at the bottom, that's when we have no results at the top is like when like the, the sky opens up and, and we're like, Oh, we did this. Would you say point four is where we're actually starting to see some of that traction and get some of that positive feedback going for ourselves? Yeah, I, I would absolutely say that. And the reason I feel confident in that statement is because the only way you get to point four is if you push through point three. Yeah, well stated. The results like are going that. to come if you just keep pushing. So. Very cool. That's a powerful analogy. And so do you walk your clients through that too? Or is that just what you use in order to kind of develop your own personal why for doing your business? So that's something that I've done for my personal self as well. But I also walk my clients through how to find their why. And then after, after we found their why, I then hit them with this analogy and I tell them like, hey, like this is why we did this and this is why it's important. And this is a tool. You know, it's, it's not... It's not something that we just, it's not an exercise that we just do. And then you forget, like, this is a tool that you're going to have under your belt so that when you have that bottom for you, because you never know if it's going to happen or, you know, when it's going to happen, yep. it could be three months, six months, a year down the road, but it's going to happen. And it, when, when that happens, you need to be prepared. It's a tool for sure. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I also want to say that to our listeners, if you hear what you're, if you like what you're hearing and you'd like an opportunity to dig a little deeper, put some of this into action and have some help with that, we actually have a masterclass that we run and it's just a really great opportunity to, like I said, take this information and put it into action with support behind it. So we're actually going to drop a link for that in the show notes in case somebody would like to do that 
right away. Um, but we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little more as we go. But this is definitely one of the things that we talk about in that masterclass is developing your why, figuring that out so that it can get you through the pits. And I had not yet heard the analogy, the U curve analogy. So I'm really, really, really grateful that you brought that up because I think anyone can picture that and understand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about how to find the why. So we've talked okay. about what it is, right? Yeah. Now we're going to talk about yeah. how we're going to get it. Um, so Maria, if you want to talk about your processes of you know helping people walk through to find their why, I think that uh, that would be very beneficial. Yeah. So my it's actually quite simple, and uh, it just it can be kind of a gut wrenching experience sometimes, uh, and it can take some time. But the simplicity of it is pretty incredible. So one of the things that we that I as I think I mentioned in the last episode or pilot one that I have a background in counseling, and so sometimes I like to bring in some of the tricks of the trade that I got back over in there and just kind of draw them into what I do with my clients. And one of those tricks, I'll just share it with you guys today so you can start using this with your clients if you'd like, is that is as much as we focus on why and what this means, when we're talking to a client, sometimes the question why, why did you do that, kind of brings up some negativity for them. It, it beca- makes them become a little bit defensive, especially, it, just picture this. So somebody comes to you and says, well, you know, um, I did okay this week, except I I blew my budget and I went to, you know, Starbucks four times instead of three or whatever it is that they say. And if you are the type of person who just goes, why did you do that? (laughs) They're going to be like, uh, right? It's just, it puts them on the defense. And so one of the tricks that we've learned when you're listening to somebody is just go, oh, how come that happened? And it, it, it's that stops them in their tracks. It makes them stutter. Like I'm stuttering right now because it's like, well, you were expecting to say why, but it just, just because it's a different word, we're asking the same question, right? We're asking the very same thing, but because it throws them off, it forces them to think a little bit. So anyway, uh, when I'm talking to clients and we're asking, what are the reasons? Why did you come to me? How come you came to me? You know, you just start asking some of that and then they'll say, you know, I, I wanted, I want to have this result. And very much like what Simon talks about with starting with why rather than just how or what. When, when I talked last week about having starting with who, who we're wanting to become, it's because there are three layers of behavior change. And one of them is who, it's the center of it. The other one is process. And then the last one is result. And so many times, just like we talked about with Simon Sinek, we start with what are the results that we're trying to get? And then how are we going to do that? So that's the process. And then we just kind of accidentally become that person in the process. And what I try to do is help people reverse that. So that we're starting with who are you wanting to become? What's the process for making that happen? And then the results just come along with it. So if we are looking at who are you trying to become? And then they say, well, I would like to become somebody who is a, um, let's just use debt free. It's, it's not the most common one that I have, but let's just use that. How come? And then they'll give me a reason. And usually it's a surface reason because we're at the surface. And so I like to think of it as an onion and I just slowly peel back the layers of the onion. And all I ask is, how come? 
and they'll give me an answer and say, how come? And I feel like an annoying little two-year-old who's like, why, 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 why? <laughs> right. <laughs> and until they get to the point where they say, because I said so. <laughs> the client, when they're saying, because I said so, it's not usually because of a frustration. It's because of an aha moment. They get to the core of the onion and then they're like, oh, this is why. And, and sometimes it makes them cry because we're at the core of the onion, right? Yes. Um, you know, that, that was just a really bad joke. Uh, but, <laughs> but sometimes it does make them cry. It makes them tear up because they realize that the, the gravity of what they just said. And then, then we say, okay, so then I take that how come and I turn it into how will it come to be? Powerful. And then we, then we're able to develop a plan yeah. and it just flows right in. And so that's how I, that's how I help people figure out what their actual why is. Yeah. Well, I think that that whole process is very powerful and, and I actually like the difference between why versus how come, uh, mm. it, during the process of finding your quote unquote, why, right? Uh, sure. Right. Yep. And you're totally, yeah, one's a noun, one is a strategy. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're totally yep. right. Like, you know, as far as when I'm working with, myself when I did my own why, um, as well as when I'm working with my clients too, you know, I basically do the same thing just a little bit differently. So, you know, you, you would say, how come? And, um, mm -hmm. the strategy that I use is, you know, I would ask them a simple question. So focusing on the debt payoff, we'll say, okay, well, why do you want to become debt free? And then they'll give me an answer. And, you know, the answer might be, well, you know, I just, don't want to be stressed and I don't want to have those extra payments. Well, then I would then turn, turn back and I would take their answer and turn it into a question. And I would say, mm -hmm. okay, well, why is not being stressed so important to you? And what do these bills do for you? And then they'll give me an answer and then mm -hmm. I'll take that answer and ask a question. And, you know, it's basically the same thing, peeling back that onion, yeah. right? And you're yep. totally right. I, I, This is actually one of my favorite exercises to do with people because not that I like to make people cry, but I like it when they cry, <laughs> you know, like it, it shows that like they are like, they got what they needed out of it. It shows that they really got something from this and, and that it's going to be impactful for them moving forward. So yeah, that's yeah. the process. And, and I think that, you know, even though we do have our slight differences in it, it's the same structure. It's the same tactic, right? To try and find that yeah. deep rooted ride, that why. And um, I just think it's so important for not only the clients, but also you as the business owner to, to both have your why as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would love to hear from our listeners too. I mean, let us know how this process actually resonates with you. And also if there's another process that you've been using, that's been working really well for you, helping to develop not only your own why, but helping you to draw out of your clients, what their why is, we'd love for you to send those to us so we can share with our listeners as well. And the way that you can do that is to send it to support at, no, I lied. It's podcast, right? Yep. Yes, we'll get the hang of this. Uh, it's podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Again, that is podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. And you just send that to us, put in there, you know, developing our why in the subject line or something so we'll know what you're telling us. And we would actually love to share that with our listeners as well. Totally, totally. So one last thing I want to make sure that we cover before we wrap this episode up. And I think that this is equally as important as finding the why in the first place. It is the fact that 
it is so crucial for you to write your why down. Physically, pen and paper, write it down. For a couple reasons. One, when you write something down physically, it just helps you emotionally and mentally process it more. So that's one thing. But I always like to tell people, hey, write it down and then take it a step further and put it somewhere in your home or your apartment or wherever you live. Put it somewhere that you can see it every single day so that you work it into your life. So this could be mm-hmm. a nightstand. This could be on your bathroom mirror. So you see it when you're brushing your teeth in the morning. Um, whatever works for you, it's just vitally important that you do that because like I said before, you don't know when that bottom of the U is gonna hit. It could be three months, six months, a year down the road. And by that, by that point, if you don't write this down after you do an exercise, you might forget it. In fact, I would, I would almost say that you will forget it. And if you don't have it, then everything just doesn't matter. So you need to have that tool. Yeah. You need to work it into your life daily so that when that does come, you are prepared for sure. Yeah, because one of the things we didn't talk about with the U-curve, and it's probably because I had never heard of it before, but as you're talking right now, Cody, it just occurred to me that if you are in that in that pit and you don't have a way to go out of it to the right hand side, it's not like you're able to really go backwards. You can't you can't slide backwards up because you don't have the momentum to yeah. slide backwards on the U, right? And so you kind of just stay in the pit. Yeah, it's either you get out by going forward or you just stay there. And so I just I think you're absolutely correct. Writing it down is going to be one of those pieces that will help you not stay in that pit, as will community. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, being able to know that you're not alone with that and and not you're not certainly not the only one who's gone through it or who is going to go through it in the future. And it's just nice to have people on both sides of that. You who can help push and pull in the direction that's going to help you get where you need to go. Absolutely. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of uh, developing your why for both your business and your clients. And I just wanted to give you guys a friendly reminder that you guys can subscribe to the show. It's totally free. Um, And that just is your way of being able to know when new episodes are posted and keeping up to date with us. Um, Also, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating um, and also sharing the show, if you you got value from that, that would be very helpful for us too. as well as, as another value add, uh, we also have a free Facebook group for like-minded coaches. Um, the, the Facebook group is called New Money Habits Coaches, and it's a really awesome community where people can just jump in, ask questions, help other coaches, and you know just help everyone grow together. Um, because you know we are in this together. This, like like Maria said last time last week, you know there's enough business for us. We're not in competition. We should all be working together to help each other grow. Um, and, and that's ultimately what, why we did this. You know, we did this to help people. So, you know, join that Facebook group, totally free. And like she had also mentioned before, too, if you want to submit any sort of questions, you're more than welcome to do that as well. And you can do that at podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. And just be sure to tune in next week, guys. So thank you for listening. Enjoy your week. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes 
and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.